Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, uh, before I begin, I need to get this off of my chest. We um, have a lawn fertilizing service uh, that gets uh, set up with our our system meaning our, our, our address and we get text messages and everything when they're coming this that and the other thing well they were coming last week and I chose to to postpone them because we were getting a shed and we were uh, we had the puppy, and it was just so much work. So my wife wanted them to be delayed again, and I didn't. They came out. She's like, that truck better not be for us. I said, yeah, it is. She's like, oh, why don't you cancel it? I said, we, we can't cancel it. We keep canceling it. The lawn's going to be out of its rotation or whatever. So she just gets so fanatic, you know what I mean? So it, it's just, it's almost unbearable uh, at times. Uh, you know, you got to wash your feet if you touch the grass. And this. And I talked to the, the guys, like, listen, I've been doing this for 35 years. I've not gotten anything but a small rash on my hands. And I've been, you know, applying this stuff for close to 40 years. Uh, so it dries, we tell you 24 hours on the, on the paperwork, but it dries in a couple hours. You know, it goes on wet. It's not a it's not a um, a pellet which needs to evap or needs to dilute in water. So you you you're really in good shape. But my wife can't hear it. So the cable guy showed up, and um, he showed up in the top driveway. He should have been going to the back. Nonetheless, we walked to the back. There's stepping stones. My wife's like. Did the cable guy come? I said, yeah, and the phone actually worked. He canceled the appointment because everything was working. She's like, you didn't walk on the grass, did you? I said, no. She's like, did you wear shoes? I said, yes. She's like, where are they? I said, they're in the garage. She's like, how could they be in the garage if you're down here in the basement barefoot? I said, I didn't wear shoes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like everything's a song and dance uh, on, on this, you know, and she's just... It's almost like she finds ways to get upset and nervous and worrisome. I don't know. You know, she then says to me, well, you probably find ways to to be laid back and laissez-faire, which could be the case, but how would you rather live, you know? Would you like to live neurotic or would you like to live laid back and relaxed? And I can't believe I'm referring to myself as, <laughs> as laid back because that's no one would describe me uh, that way uh, in my recent past or um, distant past. But I think all this personal development is having its way with me, and it and it's it's showing. But I can't be a a brute and be insensitive to my wife either I need to be uh, more compassionate more understanding uh, more delicate with the puppy I kind of am a little rough with him I play rough with him like toss him around and he's like ow dad that hurt 
you know so leave leave it uh, at that shall we so today it's the start that stops most people and I tuned in uh, had a success call that I never really did today because I was preoccupied with other things but Pixie from the Bob Proctor coaching program that I'm with for this year uh, she said listen it's it's the start that stops most people of, of moving ahead and getting getting going and I, and I think that's true whether it be starting a book writing a book you know uh, gym membership uh, diet plan you know you, you name it any activity uh, that w that's going to be good for us that we really tend to put off um, eating a bag of chips that's no problem people can start right away with that they don't have to wait till Monday and and that's the thing you know um, we make the easy choices and have the hard life as opposed to the hard choices and getting the easy life you know watch your thoughts for they become words watch your words for they become actions watch your actions for they become habits watch your habits for they become character and watch your character for it becomes your destiny and that was attributed to Margaret Thatcher but it is true thoughts to words to actions to habits to character to your destiny you know you can either experience the pain of discipline or the pain of regret the choice is yours now as most of you know that was Jim Rohn but the email that it came on stated that it was unknown <laughs> you know what I mean that's not true at all and today I was reading a little snippet um, during mass right after communion there's like a little um, summary of a reflection of of the readings and one of the last sentences struck me uh, it said Lord grace me with the wisdom to discern your will in my life's journey now how potent is that you know grace me with the wisdom we need that wisdom that knowledge that understanding the education of it all we need that wisdom to discern your will in other words to discern to understand to know to go toward to attain what you want from us in our life's journey just so eloquently put right there and that was Amy Wellborn was the um, the author of that and the key to success is to start before you are ready 
And is that not the truth? Just what we spoke about at the beginning here, you know? It's the start that stops most people. Well, this here is the key to success is the start. It's to start before you are ready. That was Marie Folio. But it's it's so true when it comes to you know achievement and, and achieving. It's it's you know getting after it as soon as you can. You know, not being neurotic, not being um, overzealous, but really just going after it consistently, chipping away day in and day out. And that's what, you know, success is. You know, putting in the hard work, but not being exasperated by it all. So, my hunger is not for success. It is for excellence. Because when you attain excellence, success just naturally follows. And how true that is. And that was from uh, Coach K of the Duke basketball team, Mike Krzyzewski. Kind of have a difficult time pronouncing his name. Too many consonants, not enough vowels. But uh, great, great quote by him. And our friend Darren Hardy today on the the Darren Daily email, you know, he said, my most embarrassing moment can prevent yours. And he says, the world is in need of more compassionate people who understand. And boy, is that true. It's true. And he went in to explain... Uh, the story that I I just shared with you folks um, maybe a week or two ago where the boy walks into the merchant that was had a sign on the on the door that said puppies for sale and he said how much for the puppies he's like they're about thirty to fifty dollars each he's like well I have two dollars and thirty seven cents could I at least see them and the puppy owner, uh, the merchant, said fine. And he called out Lady, and Lady came prancing out with all these little puppies following her. But there was one little puppy straggling behind, kind of limping. And he said, what's happened with this puppy? What's wrong? He's like, uh, the vet told us that that puppy was born without a socket in its hip. So he'll have a lifelong limping, uh, and he'll be uh, a bit slow on the go so to speak and the boy says well I want that dog and the store owner said you don't want that dog that dog's not suitable for a young boy such as yourself Uh, he's not going to be able to jump and play like the other puppies do you should look at another type of puppy and the boy got offended by that and he says you know something he's worth just as much as any one of these other puppies full price and here's a down payment of $2.37. And I, I will come in every month and pay $0.50 cents toward the balance. And the owner was like, listen, I'll give you the dog. He's not uh, in any good shape at all. And the boy was angry. And he said, no, I'm paying full price for that dog. And the store owner said, fine, but why? And he pulled up his pant leg and showed him that he had a crippled left leg that was uh, 
that was secured by two metal braces. And he said, I'm just like this puppy dog. I can't run too fast or jump too high. So I think I'll make good company for this puppy. And the owner um, was a bit embarrassed and, and, and apologized to the boy. And legend has it, the boy and the dog grew up to be able to run and jump because both of them were miraculously healed. So Darren saying, don't judge others, you know, and operate with more compassion and understanding. That's, that's the key. You know, we want to ap- operate with more compassion and understanding and, not, and less judging of others. You know, sometimes people have more understanding of our feelings than we do of theirs. You know, and that's so very true. You know, and we tend to be more compassionate sometimes of strangers than our own families. You know, I'll go out of my way to help someone that needs a ride or a meal, but am I the first one to take care of my children and my wife for that matter? You know, but it's just things to to recognize on, uh, that's for sure. And I guess I'll um, finish up with the story of the old carpenter. There was a very um, fine but seasoned carpenter that was going on his 43rd year in the carpentry trade and he worked for a gentleman for several years and he went and told him that he's going to be retiring and he plans on retiring in two weeks. And his boss was very saddened to hear the news because they were losing a, a craftsman, and a good one at that. Uh, but he accepted his resignation or retirement, whatever you want to say. But he said, could you promise me one thing? Could you build me just one more house? And the old carpenter thought about it reluctantly, but said, yes, he will. And the carpenter uh, was a bit upset, you know, he's having me do this one other job, how come, you know. So his heart just was not in the, the construction, but he did it. And he was building the house as quickly as he could, kind of being messy not being as precise as he normally would. As a matter of fact, he had some inferior uh, products as to what he normally uses. And he was justifying a lot of this by stating that, well, at least I'm saving the company some money regarding building this house. So he completed the home maybe a month ahead of schedule, but it certainly wasn't his best work. And boss walked through it with him 
at the end, kind of silent, both nodding. And the keys to the house were on the kitchen table. And the owner of the company took the keys and threw them to the retired carpenter and said, good job, my friend. This is your house. Happy retirement. And the old carpenter was shocked, taken back, and then ashamed because of the way that he went about constructing the house that he now has to live in. You know, and, and the moral to this is, you know, your choices today will become your life tomorrow in anything that you do. Nobody who gave their best ever regretted it. And that's the honest to God truth. And I think a lot of us, when we do lousy work and we do a half-hearted exercise, feel as though maybe we're saving time. But you're really not. You're really not saving that much time at, at the end of the day or at the end of the year, whatever it may be. And it's just like driving 900 miles an hour to work, going through yellow slash red lights and weaving in and out of traffic. It's saving you at best you know, a minute and a half, two minutes. You know what I mean? So think about what we're doing and why. And that may help you make the right decisions in life. And the right decisions in all of your aspects. Okay, folks. It's Friday, so I wanted to wish you a very happy and healthy and safe weekend. I be I will be checking in with you, Lord willing, on Monday, and we will uh, talk to you soon. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you later.